Uh, we're going to be talking about narcissists, narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder. If you guys are new here, I'm a narcissist. My name is Ben Taylor, and I'm a diagnosed narcissist that's on this channel, helping provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. Trying to help people understand what narcissism actually is, like what it actually looks like, how it actually is so destructive in so many different cases, and people don't understand how to actually get out. You might be with a narcissist. You might be trapped in a narcissistic relationship. We see it happen time and time again where people are stuck in a toxic environment and they're not sure, how do I actually get out? How do I actually heal from it? How do I actually move forward when I feel like I'm completely stuck in a toxic environment? I was talking to somebody the other day and they had this mindset that they were completely stuck and they were like, I don't know how I can actually get out. I don't know how I can actually get free because I don't know what the other person is actually telling me if it's true or if it's a lie. A lot of times you will see a narcissist who will consistently lie to you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You lie about almost anything and everything to make themselves feel better, to look better, to act better, just so they can feel better about themselves and appear better to society. That is who I was. Like I would show up all the time lying to other people. This is how I had affairs on my wife. Like I would show up in a way that was saying, hey, I don't want to be honest. I don't want to be a man. I don't want to actually show up and be accountable for my actions. So I'm going to go do the things that I just want to do. Like this is what will happen when you're in a toxic relationship with a narcissist. They, it will continue happening over and over. Like I don't get what I want. I'm going to take my things and I'm going to go play. Like a lot of times you see this with narcissists. You also see this with toxic men. Okay. A lot of times what they'll say is like, well, you weren't getting my needs met. My needs weren't getting met in the relationship. So that's why I cheated on you. I'm like, no, you just weren't showing up as an actual man. You were showing up as a coward who actually wasn't going to be honest with themselves and say, Hey, this is what's actually going on. We see this happen time and time and time again, where people think that they're entitled to another person. Narcissist feels like they're entitled to you and what they're going to get out of you. This is what we see over and over and over again. Before I forget, if you haven't had a chance to be able to get free from a narcissist, click the link in the bio. There's Escape Toxicity. It's a seven-day challenge to healing. It's $7. So if you're not sure if you can even trust me because I'm a narcissist, check it out first. See if it's something that makes sense. Because we're trying to give resources to help people break free from toxicity, break free from the abuse that people have been in. Someone said, I didn't know my ex-husband was a narcissist until I divorced him and educated myself on disorder. Yeah, a lot of times people don't see it until after it's already over. I reached out to my ex-narcissist husband and he refused to reply to me. Why? I feel like I'm the bad guy. A lot of times that's on purpose. To make you feel like you're the bad guy, you're the one that's at fault. Not doing, not going because I have to heal and stop the rumination story. I haven't spent that properly. Yeah, until you actually change the story that you're believing, like you'll always be stuck. You'll always go back. Like this is the process that we walk people through on a day-to-day -day basis of how do you actually change the story that you believe? Because we all have stories, right? Like you have a story right now. You have a story that you believe based on your childhood, based on your religion, based on your upbringing, based on the people that you were around you growing up to give you to a place of saying, hey, this is what I believe. And until you actually change that story, change that dynamic, you will still be stuck. A lot of times people are stuck in a toxic relationship a month, 
a year, 10 years down the road, they're still stuck either in the relationship or in the rumination because they haven't changed the story that they believe. So let me ask you today, what is the story that you're believing? Because a lot of times a piece of it is saying, hey, I'm not good enough. Like if I was better, this wouldn't have happened. If I would have given more attention, this wouldn't have happened. If I would have given better sex, this would have happened. Like people normally think that it is because of you. It has nothing to do with you. Newsflash, nurses doesn't care about you, period. They care about themselves. They care about the mass. They care about the things that they're getting in the relationship. My husband left us, two, uh, left us for two months pregnant and wouldn't come home at night uh, either and said he didn't cheat. <laughs> he would buy new clothes and food for himself and only bring his pantry food. I'm finally leaving. Good. I'm glad you're getting out. It's crazy and abusive. I hate that I'm trying to get back with my ex who is a narcissist. So you're trying to get back to that person because of the story you're telling yourself. Maybe that it wasn't that bad. Maybe that it was good. And you're starting to remember all these peaks of these good moments. Like, oh, this was a good time here. This was a good moment. And then there's this pit of this awful time. Then you're like, oh, there's a good moment over here. You're starting to sell yourself a lie. Struggling, my fiance tried to suffocate and kill me. Filed a police report. They issued no contact order. If he breaks, he goes to jail. Struggling with closure as he's not my fiance. So totally get that. But I'm glad you got out of it because that person was definitely going to keep moving forward with that. I'm glad you filed a police report and got out. Um, but yeah, the closure piece is going to come from you. It's not going to come from him. Okay, like you want the closure to come from another person, but it's ultimately going to come from you. Okay. Um. I've got no clue how to change it. I don't even know what I'm believing. So Donna, check out the link that's actually in the bio, okay? Because we have a link there for Escape Toxicity. It's the seven-day challenge of healing that actually helps you understand who you are, what you're actually struggling with. It's been put together to be able to help you move towards that place of growth, healing, and change. Narciss Gaslight, 100%. Narciss asked to be friends after one year, no contact. No way. Yeah, 100%. Like, don't go back. Like, if you've been in a narcissistic relationship with a person, well, not really a person sometimes, but like, if you've been in a narcissistic relationship with another person, and then they break it off, and they're like, oh, let's be friends, and no. Like, there is no friendship after a romantic relationship. There is no friendship with a narcissist, okay? Can't file the police report because he'll get arrested, lose his clearance, lose his job, lose, lose. No, that's not a lose-lose. Those are his consequences for his own actions. The thing is, he's, he's gaslit you so much that you feel like it's your responsibility to keep him out of jail or to keep him out of losing his job. That is his issue. That is his problem. Louise, you mentioned, how do you know if, how do you know if you're the problem? So check out escapetoxicity.com because it actually talks about narcissistic personality disorder, reactive abuse, the guilt that you have, the shame that you're going through. It talks about all that to try to help you understand what is actually going on and help you find the truth of the situation. Okay. Um, let's see. I withdraw from him. Don't want any affection or something, but if he gives me the side of treatment, I want him back so badly and want him to give all the attention. He, how can this happen? So that's training you. Like it's the push pull, like pushing you away. So then you always want more pushing you away. So you always want more. The narcissist loves doing this because then it shows them you still want me. Like it still has this push pull. You're still coming back. Like this is how they'll do a reverse discard. They'll completely walk out of your life and you'll turn obsessive. Like you'll turn insane being like, I want this person. I have to have this person back. They do it back and forth, push and pull until you change the story that you believe. Nothing is going to change. What's up? Good to see you. 
how did you get from the place where you knew it was you that was the problem? Right? It's me. I'm the problem, right? T-Swift. So like in dealing with this aspect, I started to realize stuff about my personality. Okay. I started to realize one, first off, that I was just different. I connected different with different people. I didn't understand how people dealt with emotion, empathy, all this stuff. I was like, I just don't care about people. Like, I don't understand. Maybe I'm a sociopath. I even asked my wife one time. I was like, do you think I'm a sociopath? And we looked it up and we started reading through it. And we were just like, no, nah, it doesn't seem to match. She was like, maybe you're a narcissist. And I was like, no, definitely not a narcissist. And made sure to tell other people about that. Okay. And so like went through this like cycle of people and started realizing this cycle wasn't finishing. This cycle, there was no end to it. I was always going to go from person to person to person and ultimately get to the place where I was going to ruin my life. And so I was ruining my life already, like a thousand percent, but got to the place where I started to understand some about shame. Uh, Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, uh, talked about shame, uh, read a book about emotional intelligence, started to see my personalities a little bit different, got with a girl who had BPD and narcissistic traits. And that was a slap in the face because I got dealt a lot of the shit that I was already putting out. So like that did a lot of it too. And then I got involved in the group called Wake Up Boyer. I did a 30-day challenge inside of Wake Up Warrior, and this guy like screaming in my face, being like, if you want to be a man, then stop fucking lying. And all of a sudden, I realized I actually have lies. Through that whole 30-day process, I realized I have lies that I'm telling myself. I was like, I knew I lied to other people, but at that point, I didn't care. I only cared, oh, I'm actually not being truthful to myself, so I'm living in a false reality. Good question. Uh, why they return and come back when they see that you moved on? Uh, because they see that you moved on, they want to be able to establish dominance and control back over you. Um, my ex over 22 K in back child support won't pay it no matter what blames me. Uh, why does he have it? So yeah, you're probably never going to get it back uh, unless they like garnish it from his check. Um, I need his job, main income, not about protecting him, but me and my kids. Um, so you're always going to be stuck in the relationship though. Like unless you divorce and he's paying child support, you're always going to be stuck. Uh, end of the day, like you can, you can develop other resources. Okay. I'm not saying this, like push you down. I'm just saying like, you're locked in a victim mentality of like, you only can do this. This is the only route. There's a million routes that you can go. Uh, I've had people that they have had no money and they've gone to homeless shelters. Like people will do whatever they have to do if the abuse is bad enough. So just think of it, like how bad does that have to get before you make moves? Okay. Um, how old were you and you became aware, if you don't mind me asking, uh, in my thirties, when you cut them off, they self-destruct. Mm, not always, but yeah, I see what you're going with that. That's crazy and amazing. You even noticed it about yourself and help yourself. I've tried to get my husband to get help, but he refuses. And it's all my fault that he's moved on. Yeah. So continue like moving on for you, like start to work on your growth, your change, your healing. Like that's the direction you need to start. Lovely D, I'm so depressed. I don't know how to start. So go go to my bio. Okay, click on the link in my bio. It's escapetoxicity.com. It's a seven-day challenge for $7. Like it just, it helps start to get you to understand the stuff that you're going through. The fear, the obligation, the guilt, the fog that you're in right now, like it helps you understand what narcissism is, like reactive abuse, like whose problem, whose fault, like what's going on. It helps paint a picture so you can actually start to see a path. Like we are building paths every single day for people to get free mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, like this big piece of getting people free. You need to understand really quick because it's not just time. It's not just knowledge of knowing everything about narcissism and it's not just going no contact. We still find people that have already executed those things that still are not free mentally and emotionally. Like they're still stuck. They keep going back over and over and over again. So you need to understand it has to be a change. You have to do something drastic. You have to change the story 
that you actually believe.